Hello and welcome back to Asking God Why. I'm your host, Jameson Stewart. Asking God Why is a podcast that is on the Scattered Abroad Network. That's a network of podcasts that is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. I appreciate you joining me today. Today we're going to be thinking about why trust is important. George H. W. Bush used the phrase, read my lips, in his 1988 speech that helped him to win the Republican nomination for president, president of the United States of America. And in that speech, he promised to be different from other politicians by keeping his word about not raising taxes. And while I'm sure he intended to keep that promise, good intentions do not equal kept promises, because you see, what ended up happening after he was elected to be president, President Bush was forced to raise taxes in 1990, just two years later, breaking his promise, his very clear promise that there would be no new taxes during his presidency. His promise that he made not to raise taxes, that promise helped him to win the presidential election in 1988, and breaking that promise contributed to him losing his bid to be reelected in 1992. The danger of breaking promises is that it leads to a loss of trust in the world, at least the United States of America, and anyone across the world, I suppose, who keeps up with the politics in the United States of America. The world witnessed how breaking a promise can lead to a loss of confidence during George H.W. Bush's presidency. As human beings, we're all guilty of breaking promises or, or failing to do something we said we would do or just flat out lying. I'm not saying that to justify what he did or to justify what we do. I'm simply saying we're human beings. Uh, we shouldn't point at him and think we're so superior to him because if we're honest, maybe while it's not on a national scale like that, we've probably all done something very similar. We said we wouldn't do something, and we did that very thing. But I want you to think about something now, thinking about broken promises. God has never broken a promise, and he never will. God has never broken a promise, and he never will break a promise. The Lord God is different. He cannot lie as Titus 1 verse 2 says. Since God cannot tell a lie, everything he says is the truth. And Jesus said that in John 17, 17. The word of God is truth. The truth is part of who God is. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14, verse 6. Jesus said, I am the truth. Some mock the promises of God because God may let a long time pass before he does what he said he would do. The promise of the Lord's return is one of the promises that some people scoff at. In fact, Peter said this in 2 Peter 3, verse 3 through 4, Scoffers will come in the last days walking according to their own lust, 
living however they want to live, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Where is Jesus? Everything just keeps on going like like normal. Everything just rolls right along. He said he's coming back. Where is he? Mocking, scoffing at the promise of God. However, the ones who do that, they have forgotten that God always does what he says he will do. Peter tells us that in 2 Peter 3, verse 5 through 7. God does not keep his promises on our timetable. 2 Peter 3, 8, he will do as he said. Peter goes on to say in 2 Peter 3, 9 through 10, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, slowness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Peter points out in the context of the Lord's return, it's not that God can't fulfill that promise. It's not that so much time has passed because God can't do it. Oh, God can do it, Peter points out, and he's about to show. The reason there has been such a delay, at least from our point of view, such a long time past, it's not that God can't do it, but that God is long-suffering. God knows what it means when Jesus comes back, when Jesus returns, we're about to read, all of those who have not come to repentance, it is going to be an awful, horrible, sad day for those people. God knows that, and God loves every person, and God doesn't want anyone to be lost. So this long delay from our point of view, that we're experiencing in Jesus returning, it's not that God couldn't do it any moment he desires. He can. But God has been waiting. God has been demonstrating his great long-suffering toward us, toward the people of this world. And in 2 Peter 3, verse 9, after Peter points out just how long-suffering God is, what he does is he continues on. In verse 10, though, Peter makes really kind of a, a, a change. He, he turns, the, the attention turns, and what he says, but now he, he's shifting gears, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will will be, he says, burned up. He shifts gears. God is long-suffering. God doesn't want anyone to perish. God doesn't want anyone to be lost. That's not what God wants. He wants everyone to come to repentance. But, contrast, shifting gears now, but the day of the Lord, it will come. Peter says, make no mistake about it. Jesus will come back. The day of the Lord will come, and it will be a day of destruction. It will be a day when the wrath of God is poured out. And so Peter goes on, and he finishes out that chapter, and he basically then says, so knowing that, knowing that God has been long-suffering, and knowing that God keeps his promises, and the day of the Lord will come, How then should we live knowing that? 
And he points out we should live holy lives, lives that are pure, lives that are serving God, living for God, because God always keeps his promises. Trust is important. And when we look to the scriptures, what we find is that while we as human beings, despite maybe our best efforts sometimes, we lie. We break promises. We fall short of, of always being trustworthy at times. What we find when we look to the Bible is that God has never broken a promise. God has always done what he said he would do. God always keeps his promises. God is completely trustworthy. You can trust him no matter what else happens in your life. God can be trusted because he always does what he says he will do. You can trust God. I appreciate you listening to this episode of Asking God Why today, and I'll see you next time. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.